Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Okay. Today... Wow, we're yeah. taking it. We're taking it. We're going in a different direction. Yeah, right? we're doing something. We're being thematic. Would you say that? Yeah, we totally say that. We have a theme, yeah, and totally. it's not just the normal running theme of Marco being an insufferable douche. That, no, I mean, no. that'll be there as well. Probably. Yeah, un- undertones of that undertones, for sure. It's an undertone, but we now we have an over. <laughs> that is Marco Timpano, by the way. I'm this Ali is, Hassan, who's just who just likes to take the piss and vinegar out of me. I, right. I like this. I like to set a right tone from the beginning. <laughs> you come here all calm and grounded. I'm like, don't forget who you are. Yeah, fair don't enough. Don't forget what people need from you, yeah. Marco. And you just play the likable card. Do like, I? You're, you're, you're so not likable. You come, likeable. you come, come in on. here. You're a total bastard. The minute the mic is on, Mr. Likable, Mr. Saturday Night. <laughs> what a scam! A little, what a, a scam I'm pulling here, huh? What you're you the only do? person I know who does a soft shoe number in the break. What's a soft shoe number? What is that? <laughs> they used to do it in the '50s and in TV. It's like it's not quite tap. It's like I don't know. It's soft shoe. Look it up. Okay, I'll All look right, it up. Shoe. Great. Hey, yeah. learning things one minute in, and look at me learning something I will never look up. Probably <laughs> I'll look up a soft shoe. It's entertainment. I want to know what that is. Our theme today. Ginger. Ginger, it's my friend. It's a ginger episode. We got ginger throughout. Yeah. Well, maybe not. I can't. Well, maybe not when I put it in your mouth later. Or, or, or maybe. Or maybe. No, don't no. don't, no, don't mess with me now no. on that because <laughs> I don't like that. Let that segment be. I don't want to go in there thinking, oh, is he psyching me out? Is he putting ginger? Is he not? Okay. Right. So let me begin with the drink. Okay. So I'm going to make you a quintessential cocktail that has ginger in it or ginger beer in this case, and it is the Moscow Mule. Are you a fan of the Moscow Mule? Big fan. What do you know about the Moscow Mule? Well, I know that some people say if it's not in a copper mug, then get the hell out of here. Right. You're not. And I feel like you'd be one of those people, one of these purists. Well, no. Do, the copper, copper mug, mug. Yeah, I got. I have one copper mug. Okay. But uh, And that's going to be yours? Because <laughs> how many copper mugs does one need? I mean, you're a guy who drinks alone anyway, right? You ah. like to drink alone and brood. So what do you? What do you need two? Maybe what, are you have my wife loves a Moscow Mule, so I should. I should have. I should have some copper mugs in the house. But stay tuned because there's a little bit of uh, copper mug info I got to give you. Lore? Mug? No, no, even, fact. Not, oh, fact. Fact. Right. I do have some lore. <laughs> that was from our last episode. Okay, so a Moscow Mule is a cocktail made with vodka. Spicy ginger beer, lime, and garnished with a sle- uh, a sledge, a, a wedge of lime, or or sledge. Sledge it. You know, get aggressive with your lime. Lime's delicious. It's a type of buck, and therefore sometimes called a vodka buck. What does that mean? A buck, buck. or a mule is a cocktail ah, or yes. mixed drink that involves ginger ale or ginger beer. Okay. Uh, and any uh, any number of base liquors and traditionally lime juice. Goes well with the with the ginger. I'm sure you'll talk on on that uh, later on. In the I was segment. in an airport recently where they had a bunch of mules, three or four different mules: There's the tequila mule, oh, the I see. gin oh, okay. mule, and the so yeah. I, and I didn't know about that. I thought it was a the one 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 stood alone, like you alone. The Moscow Mule, but apparently the Moscow has some friends. You couldn't segue it better for okay. me, but variations of different types of liquors can be used to make mules or bucks. For example, if you use uh, bourbon. What would you think you'd call that mule? A bourbon buck. 
Wait, you could? Or could. Kentucky Mule. I like Kentucky it. Either one. Kentucky. All right. So the origin story of the Moscow Mule. There's three. Okay. So bear with me. The lore, if you will. Yawn. So no, the, <laughs> the New York Herald Tribune, Tribune from 1948 states that the mule was born in a Manhattan bar called the Ch- – sorry, in the Manhattan Chatham Hotel in the bar that was there. And this was back in 41 when the first carload of Jack Morgan's Cock and Bull ginger beer was coming to New Yorkers. The whole world is getting ready for a war. And these assholes are like, look what we got. Ginger Read beer. all about it. Ginger beer. And who are those assholes? John A. Morgan, John G. Martin, and Rudolph Kunit. And the reason I bring them. You could have just left it at three No, I, I, no was, I was going to. I had originally. J.P. Morgan is one of those Morgans, the Morgan? No, John A. Morgan. Okay. All right. Uh, but these three characters <laughs> are attributed to this. And I mention this because we might see their names come up in future episodes. Okay. But they continue uh, to be prevalent in the lore of the Moscow Mule because uh, supposedly Martin went around the state selling Smirnoff vodka. And to popularize the Moscow Mule, Martin would bring or would ask the bartenders to pose uh, with a specialty copper mug and a bottle of Smirnoff. And he would then take a Polaroid, yeah. give one to them, and take one for himself. Oh, this guy's and an early Instagrammer, basically. Pretty right? much, yeah, yeah, right? This guy, this guy uh, was ready for social media in the 40s. And there you go. Yeah. And, and yeah, I didn't even think about it like that. But uh, that is the reason, or the supposed reason, the alleged reason, why the copper mug remains uh, popular when we deal with the Moscow Mule. But also, uh, I don't know if we credit him with the popularity of Smirnoff vodka, but if so, man, that guy, what a foundation he laid. Smirnoff yeah. is like... What bar doesn't have Smirnoff? In exactly. It's entire, it's often content. on the rail. Like it's often yeah. like the like if you know if you have Smirnoff on the rail, chances are it's going to be a pretty decent bar. That's that's what I think. Okay. Because I've worked at I've worked at bars that had Smirnoff on the rail, and generally speaking, their rail uh, vodka was all top notch, and they had good they had good, sorry their rail uh, liquors were all top notch, and they had great liquors uh, to choose from if you wanted higher end. But I've worked in bars where the vodka was just no name, no frills. You don't even know what it is. Yeah. Sketch vodka. And let me tell you, they were... It was a sketch bar. Exactly. Okay. The other, the second piece of lore with the Moscow Mule is a newer uh, version or invention of the Moscow Mule cocktail was published in 2007. And in this version, the cocktail uh, inventor was Wes Price. And he was Morgan's head bartender. I guess Morgan was the name of a popular bar. And the drink was born out of him needing to clear stock and unsaleable goods that he had. So he had a surplus of vodka, a surplus of um, ginger beer, and he went to the basement. And uh, supposedly Price says that's how he created the Moscow Mule. He said, I was trying to get rid of dead stock. And the first one he mixed, he served to actor Broderick Crawford. And supposedly it caught on like wildfire. I don't know. I don't trust that guy. I don't. Yeah. I like the other version. I like better. the other version. I like the other version. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't sell the vodka. Yeah. Why? What was going on in the world that people didn't want to drink vodka and ginger beer is delicious? Get out of here. Take okay, your so story I'm gonna, and stuff I'm going to make the drink for you now before yeah. I talk about the copper, the uh, copper issue here. Yeah. Okay. So you can make it with two ounces or an ounce and a half of uh, vodka. What's your preference, my friend? Let's go two ounces. Oh, let's wow. Not, uh, like, let's not, not mess around, around here. here. All right. Two well, ounces. Well, yeah. Two ounces of vodka, yeah. uh, half an ounce of fresh lime juice. Okay. All right. That seems like a lot, but you like lime juice? I like lime. You'll so, never hear a complaint from me. So you're good, you're good with that. All right. But, uh, yeah, this is fresh lime juice. 
And uh, normally I would say allegedly, but uh, I see in that glass of red lime juice uh, actual, um, what do you call that, pulp. Yeah. This is a lime. Good for you. Uh, and now I'm going to put in the ice cubes. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Put, place your bets now on how many he drops. Uh, one, two, three. If, if he can't get a hold of it, but he got it. He four. Five. This is a record. This is going to be a record if he does not. Sp- oh, my God. Unbelievable. Right. So far, I'm going to make one for myself. So I saw this. I'm going to give it a little stir. Yeah. And then I'm going to top it with ginger beer. Right. What a simple drink. What a great simple yeah. drink. I'm not going to put too much in there because the, the copper pot I'm giving you is pretty big. And I'm going to garnish it with lime. Hello. Nazdrovia, as we say in Moscow. So <laughs> like enjoy that. Mm. Uh, while you're having that, I'm going to make myself uh, gonna make, make myself some. Is it all right? It's terrific. Oh, good. It's terrific. And and actually, yep. I don't know what the opposite of heavy-handed is. Your, your light-handed uh, touch with the ginger beer, I liked it. Otherwise, it's a bit too sweet. Yeah, because I'm like. I'm like and, and that is a very sweet ginger beer. Oh, is it? Because uh, I, I thought it would have been a spicier one, but I guess... I, uh, oh, no, no. So, uh, spicy as well. You can definitely taste the ginger. Okay. But that brand, Grace, if you like sweet... Like I've had sometimes, you know, uh, curry goat. Sure. In these West Indian... And it's super uh, uh, spicy, salty. And then this is like a completely polar opposite. Uh, very, very sweet. Sweeter than like your Coke or Pepsi. You're really pushing the, the curry goat. The last I three will episodes. say goat and lamb as many times as I have to until you say I beg you <laughs> to stop talking about it. I'll try it. Okay, Fine. that's not going to happen. All right, Kinda... my friend, I just made myself one. I'm not going to put the lime wedge on it because why? Cheers to you. How is it in the <sighs> copper mug? Mine's not copper. I don't, you know, it's one of those things. Is this necessary? Like I told you when you asked me what do I know about the Moscow Mule, this is the one thing that comes to my head, first and foremost, people getting very angry when they get a Moscow mule in a rocks glass. It's not a real Moscow mule. It's not real. It's in, It's in. there's no copper mug. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Is it, is it the same thing as having a martini and not a martini glass? You seem flexible about that. I'm so flexible. Where do you stand on this mug thing? I don't give a shit. It doesn't oh, have to. It boy. doesn't have to be a copper mug. In fact, so the ingredients in a Moscow, Moscow mule cocktail are acidic. And the pH balance of this beverage is below 6.0. This creates a problem when using the traditional copper mugs, as copper can start dissolving into acidic solutions in uh, low in acidic acidic containers. So copper in solution is considered toxic at concentrations above one milligram. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration model food code specifically prohibits copper from coming to direct contact with foods that have a pH balance below 6.0. So this asshole basically (laughs) is poisoning me right now with his one (laughs) copper mug. You didn't want to tell me that before and then put it in a glass? Yeah, because I was like, you know what? You're you're going on that. Let me just, let me, I want to see if it tastes, how does it taste now that I told you this? Sam over here. Uh, You know, it tastes like poison, goddammit. All right. So, but none to worry for folks. This advisory relates only to solid copper mugs and as you can see, that copper mug there is lined with stainless steel. It can sure you confirm is. that, yeah, I can sir? Confirm that. Uh, <laughs> I did not. I did not open this deck of cards beforehand. Um, so, if someone serves you a Moscow Mule in a completely copper mug, consider it like eating blowfish. Maybe it's going to be great and nothing's going to happen, or maybe the chef may have cut the liver of the blowfish and you might die. So, there you go. That's the. That's the. Um, Moscow Mule. Well, you know, it's funny because these these bars, this is a heavy investment. 
Like they're doing totally. it with martini glasses. Yeah, of course. Fine. Yeah. But once you go Moscow Mule, you put that on your bar menu. Yeah. Jeez, now we got to buy uh, what? 50? Well, you can't have one. I, mean, I don't know. I don't, it depends on how big your bar is. Now you got to buy a ton yeah. of these copper mugs. You need space for the mugs. They take up more space Huge. than your average glass. Yep. And then also you got all these, these nerds coming in going like, ah, technically you should have the mug. So they, they get the mug. They'll dent. These things are going to dent. Is that, Will they? Yeah, of course. That's a, metal, that's a metal cup, right? So if you're, you know, smashing them together or somebody drops them, it's going to have a dent in it. That's it's not going to look so nice. You know. That kind of business. Oh, uh, granted, it's not going to break like a like an actual glass. Right. This 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 uh, ginger beer is picante. I find it to be spicy. Yeah. Okay. I, t- I told you it was spicy. You but said also sweet. Very sweet. Oh, okay. No, also very also sweet. sweet. Okay. You know how things can be both two things at once, right? For sure. Like uh, you're a jerk and an asshole <laughs> at the same time. You know what I mean? You don't. Know yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, <laughs> I live by that rule. Um, I love him, by the way. I yeah. just want it should be very clear if it isn't. I'm going to say this. Coming from a good place. This is not my favorite drink. Okay. I'm not a. I'd, I'd much rather have a dark and stormy. Oh yeah. So dark and stormy is rum and ginger beer. Yeah, it's 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 actually well? Gosling Gosling's rum. It has to be Gosling's. Well, it, traditionally because it's a Bermudian rum. It's a Bermudian drink, so from okay. Bermuda, right? Yeah. And um, you said Bermudi, Bermudian twice, and I understand. I'm just trying to re- re- reinforce from it. Bermuda, yeah. So Gosling's with um, ginger beer and lime as well. I mean, that's pretty much a Cuba Libre then, isn't it? What's the difference between a Cuba Libre and a... Uh... Hello, Marco? Are we I'm, I'm looking it up. <laughs> I'm looking it up, he says. Uh, it's dark rum. <laughs> All right, tell me, what's in a dark and stormy? Dark rum, Yes. ginger beer, Yes. wedge of lime. Okay, so very similar to a Cuba Libre, but Cuba Libre has more lime going in there. No, a Cuba Libre, Libre has Coke, Coke in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's not—it's not similar at all. Okay, you're right. The ginger flavor changes everything. I mean, it's what a, I meant, it's what a, I meant d- was like uh, rum, soda, lime. Sure, but the key is which but, soda. I mean, then could you say a rum and seven is a Cuba Libre? No, Just because I, I, not is not is I'm similar, similar to, to. okay. If I okay. said is, I, I, I retract that. No, you didn't say is. Okay, you didn't say is, but uh, dark and stormy. Great drink. I prefer it to a Moscow Mule, personally. Yeah, maybe you should have made that instead. No, no, because huh? I wanted because I, yeah. I had this copper mug, yeah. and I'm like, God damn it, I'm going to use it. Um, but now it's it's very fun. Like we'll never see the copper mug again. Yeah. Presumably, you will never make a Moscow can, Mule again. I Why can you... toss that, that out. My wife loves it, so. Oh, you could make one of the other mules. Sure, a buck if, yeah, a Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I was in Bermuda... We went to this hotel that's well known in Bermuda. I can't think of it right now, but they would make a soup. You're in a humble brag. Do it properly. Remember the name of the hotel. Anyway, okay. No, so no, you're no, in a no. nice hotel. I'm in a nice hotel. When I was in Bermuda, or was it a bar? It was a bar. It was a bar, yeah. and they served us a fish soup. And before they served it, they brought it to the table. They topped it with a bit of Gosling's rum before oh. they served it. Yeah, it was fantastic. And yeah, it was yeah. A good next catch. time you make a soup, not a cream soup, but a soup. A, 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 um, <laughs> Like you know, well, I guess even with a cream soup, if you wanted to, but like it was a it was a brothy, yeah. uh, fish soup. <laughs> Finish it with a bit of rum, dark rum. I'm laughing at the idea of me going, "All right, kids, here's some chicken noodle soup." And uh, hold on, before you get in there, oh, what Papa croutons? No, just a swig of rum in there, and then I drink the bottle and lie down on the kitchen floor. But I I, I could see dreams. I could see you could make yourself a nice faux or fa. And then put a little bit of dark rum on top of that. I could, I would totally go for that. I mean, I'll try yours when it has that in it. Okay. 
But I don't want to ruin a whole bowl of fall potentially. I'm just adding to it. Are you big fan? I, I love I love it, but I think I think it would work personally. Well, all right, all right. I'm so, into it. I uh, I'm enjoying being poisoned. Okay, right so I brought you the Moscow Mule. Yes, and now it's your turn. I'm lobbying the ginger ball in your court. All right. Yeah, and not a moment too soon, by the way, huh? Okay. It's time to light this show up and up with your lore. What does that mean? I'm just joking. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I come here. I mean, no harm to anybody. I just get attacked. I apologize. I just um, you're I'm sitting, passionate. I'm, on, I'm very passionate okay. about ginger. I can't. I can't say enough good things about ginger. And if you are somebody who's like, yeah, but I don't really like ginger. Grow the fuck up. You're not 12 anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, of course we all hated ginger as kids. Of course we did. Who's going to like ginger? My kids spit it out of their food all the time. Sure. Now you're an adult. It's enough of this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to talk first and foremost about how to buy it. And I oh. know you have, right? The same thing with lime. No, no, I want to know this. Pick, yeah, you tell me. You tell gotta, me. You've you got to pick it properly. Yeah. Or you're you're inviting, uh, you know, extra stress for nothing. Sure. There should be no tension around ginger. No. You want it to be thin-skinned, not naughty and gnarly. Uh, people will often you know, peel it with a... with a um, Spoon. That's how I spoon. peel it, my there friend, the go. back of a spoon. Yeah. That's the way you peel so, ginger. And in fact, when you're, when you're in the grocery store, think about that. Could I peel this one with the back of the spoon? And mm. if the answer is no, then you don't pick up that one. You pick up with one with a thinner skin. So for those of you who've never peeled ginger, you take a spoon, uh, a soup spoon, and you just kind of... Almost scrape the skin off, Marco. I think they had it at peel it with a spoon. No. I don't know. No, I'm sure what, there's people. Do you saying, think people just were going to tap their spoon against the ginger and hope that the, the the peel just falls off? If you say to somebody, scrape it, scrape it with a with fork. What does that mean? Take the tines. Okay, of the okay, fork okay. You know, you okay, 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 okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're spoon feeding people for no reason, no pun intended. Peel total, it with total, the side of a spoon. Total pun intended. There. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Total pun intended. All right, you just give people more credit than I do. That's how. That's how I look at it. Oh boy, yeah. I guess uh, then it's important that we're both here because <laughs> God forbid I give too much credit. You're here to be like, I know yeah. you people are all Neanderthals. Here's what you do with that spoon and the angle mm-hmm. you hold it on. Uh, now I could pull a real Marco here and talk about. Uh, <laughs> it comes from the old English ginger. Who gives a fuck? It's been around for so long. So you look up ginger and you look up its origins. Mm-hmm. And I edit this stuff. I don't just just vomit all of the information. Oh, I edit this for horrible. the people. You're a horrible <laughs> man. Uh, but I, I learned something. The ginger uh, comes from 5,000 BP. That's right. Uh, before penises. No, before <laughs> physics. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, dude. BP. Come on. Oh, you're, oh Jesus. I had okay. no idea. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was before priced. Um, it's a r- ribosome. You haven't mentioned that it's, yet. It's rhizome, not ribosome, first of all. First of all, look at this guy. I have to... I I'm have just going to drink. I'm just going to sit back and drink and let you go. Let you rhizome. go. Rhizome. Yeah, ribosome. Yeah. What's the buh? Where's the buh? There's always Where's a buh, my friend. Oh, gosh. Listen, ginger, if all you can think of is like one or two things with ginger, let me let me just go through a list that hang, I... Hang on a second. Don't... Don't glaze over a rhizome. What is a rhizome, Mr. Ah, Do you know what it is? I don't want to go into it. I don't want to go into it. Yeah, of course I know what it is, buddy. I don't think you know what it is. I know what it is. (laughs) Tell you what, because turmeric is also a rhizome. Okay. Uh, Yeah, turmeric is. Irises irises have rhizomes. Is that right? Okay, so it's it's like these roots, you know, like ginger is is, is, uh, a bigger version. Turmeric is also like... 
uh, has that thick skin, yep. but it's more like a, as thin as a mm-hmm. pencil. It's almost like um, a fat, bloated bulb. If you know, like a, a tulip sure. bulb, it's kind of like that. They kind of they they can appear above ground ever so slightly, or you have to dig them out, and they're kind of like a like a like a a tubular bulb. <laughs> Lotus root also. But yeah, I, you know, I love I lotus love that, root. I love that you didn't know it was a. You thought it was called ribosome. Yeah, and then you, you knew what it was. Yeah, in the end, damn which, straight. Uh, I just don't know how to pronounce things. A ribosome, I think, is is. A ribosome is uh, is the name of a video game somewhere. This I think is it's a zome. First of all, with an M, and it's rhizome. I, at least I know that. I mean, I know exactly what qualifies. <laughs> Listen, who gives a shit? Here right. I go. All right, Here go, I go, go, Listen, go, 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 go. Just is, go. I, and just I go swear with to you, it. this is off the top of my head. Yeah. This has nothing to do with the internet. Sure. This was just me thinking about as an exercise to myself. Yeah. If anybody is like, oh, I like a couple of things with ginger, let me tell you all the things that I just thought of off the top of my head with ginger. So first of all, ginger beef, ginger chicken uh, made in the Chinese style, amazing. Uh, Afghans and Pakistanis will put ginger in the marinade of meat. It's said to, you know, soften and tenderize the meat. It's there in the marinade. In the West Indies, uh, they pound uh, uh, ginger into curries. I want to mention goat again. I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to. But these meats and curries have them. Uh, pickled ginger yeah. with sushi in Japan. Yum. You've had that. Yeah, of course. Um, there is a place here that the Vietnamese will often have ginger in soups. There is a place here in Toronto called Hanoi Three Seasons. And it is such a delicious pho. And every tenth uh, spoonful of soup, you get a little chunk of nice. ginger in there. Nobody else seems to do Where that. Where is this place? Hanoi Three Seasons, Queen Street East. Oh, okay. L- is that called Leslieville? I think yeah, it's called yeah. Leslieville. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. It's either uh, the beach or Leslieville at that point. Exactly. Okay. Uh, and then just think about, you know, something I put on fish sometimes. If it's a it's a very light fish, I'm going to uh, you know brighten it up. A pineapple ginger salsa. So okay. I put ginger in salsa as well. Uh, if you think about pork chops, Yum. you have this ginger apple kind of uh, relish that goes on a, a, a pork chop. Ginger in salsa. Salad dressings, ginger, anything, soy, ginger, ginger and soy go so well together. Ginger carrot soup, one of my yes, favorite things sure. to make, right? Desserts. I don't make a lot of desserts, but one that I made has been a pear and ginger. So so pear sautéed with the ginger with some uh, ice cream on top of it. Fantastic. Oh, so thinly? Do you slice the pear Very thin. thin. Very thin. In a... In a- in a pan, like in, in a, a pan with an oil, like a, a, a walnut oil that has no flavor of its own. You saute the ginger a little bit. Off. Sure, use yeah. coconut. Live, live a little. No, just because I'm thinking if you're going to use uh... coconut has a flavor. Right. So now you you gonna embrace flavor. that. Okay. You embrace yeah. that. Okay. Okay. But if you want no flavor other than the ginger and the pear to stand okay. alone, then you can do like a walnut oil okay. type of thing. Um, in that dessert uh, category, obviously gingerbread, ginger loaf, oh, gingerbread, man. gingerbread, huh? Ginger loaf. Come yes. on, it's amazing. Christmas is not Christmas without gingerbread. Ginger. Snaps. I know you don't like me snapping, but come on, I had to. Uh, I'm gonna have to edit away from the mic. <laughs> uh, crystallized ginger. There's the stuff that you were talking about. The uh, the ginger, uh, the, the candy. Yeah. Right. Such yeah, great chimes. Stuff. Ginger chews are the chews. end of the world. They're so wonderful. So good. Yeah. I, th- I think that's for like a sore throat, but I just have it all the time. Or is it not even for a sore? Is think, it meant for medicinal? I think it's if you. I think ginger helps you digest. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of like you take it and you you're going to digest fine but I think it's just a, it's kids kids treat every time Marco wants the primi secondi <laughs> and uh, a second of the secondi uh, it's okay Amanda I'll have a ginger chew and I'm good and then I'm good um, think about uh, one of my favorite dishes in, in this Chinese restaurant called VIP in Montreal ginger lobster Ooh. it is so uh, damn good 
Uh, Ginger from Gilligan's Island. Uh, another, another, all the redheaded people out there, the gingers, gingers huh? Yes. We respect you today as well. We know you've gotten, uh, you've gotten shit on out there for reasons that I will never be able to understand or explain to anybody. Um, in the drinks world, sorrel in the West Indies, which I don't care for, but it has oh, ginger snap. in it. Ginger tea, ginger beer that you presented. There's a ginger liqueur Ooh. from France, Canton, Canton, Canton. Sure. Yeah. No? Never heard of it. We got to get our hands on that one, okay. man. I bet it's amazing. And then, of course, of course, the stuff I was raised on, masala chai. Oh, masala man. chai, man. As it, without ginger, it's just not the same. And that's just so are you honestly, using that's... ginger powder in the masala chai? No, no. don't be an asshole. Okay. Oh, don't listen. disrespect me by asking me. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm sure people are. I don't. Right, no, okay. absolutely not. No, no. This is you. you but ginger powder. Ginger. There's also ginger. Powder. There's also ginger powder, and yeah. ginger powder is one of the things that goes often in like meats and curries and stuff. Sure. I, I, I'll be perfectly honest. I bought ginger powder. It's probably four years old. I mm. don't even know if I've opened it. I don't know where to. I don't know what to do with it. I really, really like fresh ginger. Anyway, as you can tell, I'm a fan. Uh, didn't bring in a recipe of a dish. There's just so many ways sure. to go with this. Sure. But I do want to present to you G-O-G. Gog. Which is a gog, gog, if you will. Yeah. Mm. Which is a ginger, onion, garlic puree. And this Ooh. puree is the base of... Uh, Tons of curries that I make, tons of soups that I make, all kinds of things, even in a marinade. And if you want to see how it's made, those are the three ingredients. If you want to see how it's made, you go to YouTube.com. You look up Bland is Boring. That was my channel. And one of the things I make is uh, GOG. So Bland is Boring on YouTube. And you're going to see Ali Hassan make GOG. GOG. That's it. I would say GOG. And nothing, nothing wants to grow. No bacteria is interested in hanging around your G. That said, don't put a spoon in your mouth and then dip it into the GOG. But in general, you're safe. Like you Mm. can freeze it. You can keep it in your fridge for months and months. um, But you shouldn't. You should be using it on a daily basis. Sure. And that puree I'm I'm going to present to you as a gift. Oh, I love it. Uh, I will tell you this. Yes. Have you ever heard of this? Because I've done it. Putting ginger in the bath when you're feeling under the weather, whether you have a cold or you feel like you got a cold spell from shoveling the driveway or whatever, a little bit of ginger in the bath. I have never. Like, what are we talking about a little bit? You're talking about running a bath and sitting in a tub with water in it. So how much ginger? So, okay. So maybe um, a thumb, a thumb and a half of ginger. Don't okay. they measure ginger in thumbs? They can. Yeah. yeah sure. So a thumb and a half of ginger. Cut it up in the bath. Soak. Boom! You feel you feel the tingly sort of uh, pepperiness of ginger in the bath. Okay. Next time you're sick, do it, and then you tell me. I love it. I love it. And normally I would mock you mercilessly mm-hmm. for something like that, but, but I'm just... telling you something. I look, ginger. You know, when you look it up online, mm-hmm. it's referred to as a spice and a rhizome, uh, but but also as a quote unquote folk medicine. Okay. And I call bullshit on that. I oh, don't like that snap. term folk medicine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because white people will <laughs> mock shit and then they're all everyone's like, oh have you heard of turmeric? Have you heard of the Ayurvedic medicine? Has has folk made, medicine you're talking about, right? I'm not you son of a bitch. <laughs> Ayurveda, Ayurvedic medicine, all this stuff is now like you know, people are now learning that sure. Indians thousands of years ago were onto something. And turmeric falls in that. Ginger falls into that. Um, and, 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 you know, galangal, turmeric, ginger, all part of the same family. And we, we know there's benefits. You know, people eat, eat ginger when they feel nauseous, mm-hmm. as you said, for digestion. Yep. Uh, apparently, and I know, again, 
not a doctor. Must stress this. You've but played apparently one on TV. played one on TV, okay. uh, but is supposed to be very good. You know, it, it's it's cleansing. It's cleansing. It's, you it, have it on a regular basis. It'll uh, it'll clear you out. Clear Gin- what out? Who gives a shit? It'll clear you out. Ginger's right? not going to give you a bum steer. To just pick up on no, but it's it's not going to give you a bum steer, Ginger. Ginger, if you need a T-shirt made, it is done. The logo is already you're get created. A tattoo. If you're like, I need to get a tattoo, but I don't know what to get. <laughs> Ginger is not going to give you a bum steer. No, and oh. it's uh, it's good. It's an anti-inflammatory. Yes. So uh, you know, again, allegedly, but you know, I've I've seen it work for people. Arthritis, arthritis, osteoarthritis. They swear by it. Um, it's so, not going to give you a bum steer. Is a no, great way to say it no. because it, worth trying. Yeah. And if it helps you, you're going to go on the whole 30 again, right? So I was thinking yeah. of, I know I'm just giving people a preview because yeah. it's heartbreaking because we started the podcast <laughs> and you did it. And then he's like, I think I'm going to do the whole 30 Look, again. Nothing else cleans me out like the whole 30, even a pound of ginger a day. It just doesn't do it. Okay. My skin clears, my body, yeah. like the skin tightens yeah. and uh, I lose like 15 pounds effortlessly. I got to right. do it. Yeah. All right. No, listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to, um, Whole thirty shame you, but what I, what I was uh, what I wanted to mention was I wanted to try to think of some drinks I could make for your whole thirty diet. Yeah, and I was thinking of making a uh, turmeric latte or turmeric milk, whatever they call it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And because I think you can have that, right? Do, uh, I can't. It would be a different milk. It would be like an almond milk or, or a coconut, coconut milk. milk. Yeah, sure. I was going to make it with coconut yeah. milk. Yeah, but uh, put ginger in that too. Have you ever had turmeric uh, milk? Well, this is a classic thing in India and Pakistan. It's folk milk, as I know. It's, it. it's folk milk. <laughs> They add a teaspoon of turmeric to warm milk yeah. at the end of the night. You drink it before you go to bed. And you're never really told what it does. Mm-hmm. And then you're in your 40s. You live in Canada. And all of a sudden, everybody wants the turmeric. Yeah. Right? Again, another anti-inflammatory. And if ginger's in there. Oh, I, I always make it with ginger. And then I'll put uh, a little bit of ground pepper on it, too. Just okay. Little, yeah, I don't know why. That was a recipe I had. I'm like, that's the way I do it. And what do you do that for? Just as an enjoyable drink, like a tonic It's sort supposed of thing? to be really good for you, right? Yes. So yeah. I went to Costco. And I bought a vat of turmeric, like just like you know how you buy it. It's like, and I'm like, I'm gonna make turmeric milk every night before I go to bed. Yeah. Right? Well, I did it for four days, and then now I have a vat of turmeric. Absolutely. But I'm gonna go back into it because I really want to. Well, something I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what the benefits are? Mm-hmm. To be quite honest, but it's a uh, turmeric, cinnamon, both in powder form, Yum. and a little bit of maca powder, uh, boiling hot water. Stirred around, a little bit of honey, and then I put some almond milk or regular milk in there, and I just sip that in the morning, and I wow. hope uh, I hope for the best. Do you and do you put ginger in there? No ginger in there. Why, yet. why not? A little bit of ginger. Why not a little bit of ginger? It's not going to hurt. It's not going to give you a bum no. steer, my if friend. If there's anything that we've proven to ourselves, everything you eat should have ginger. How often do you cook with ginger? I would say we can't go two to three days without it. Like mm. if it's not in the fridge. It's not a crisis one day, right? but otherwise, you know, because at the very least, I really enjoy ginger tea. Sure. At the very least. A green tea is great, but a, a ginger green tea. Now we're talking. And for a while- so, okay, how I, do you do it? You just make- do, I'm, I'm guessing this is what you do. You make yourself uh, green tea, thinly slice some ginger, put it in the tea. That's it, my friends. That's how I would do it. I also smash that ginger. Oh, you bit. smash it. Open it up, releases more flavor that okay. way. Yeah, I just take my elbow, mm-hmm. bam, right down on the Done. counter. Uh, chicken, chicken soup, chicken noodle soup. Mm-hmm. Slice some ginger, throw it in there. Oh man, game There's changer! Wrong with game that. changer. Once you've had it like that, no chicken noodle soup really competes after that. You're always sort of craving a little bit of a gingery kick in there. Even if you buy, you know, those uh, chicken soup pouches, you're not making, 
You don't have time. You're in what a kind of you, listen. Who the? I'm just saying a couple of little. So, I'm not saying. I'm saying you're you're on tour. You're in Saskatoon. Uh, all you, of a sudden, I wake up one day with no respect for myself, and you're like, I, <laughs> and you're like, I need some chicken soup. I'm not feeling well. You go buy a thumb of ginger. Yeah. Throw it in. Okay, forget it. Forget what I... I thought I was being kind here. All right. <laughs> That'll teach you. All right. That'll teach right, you to right. go out of your comfort zone. Ginger and lime go really well together. They do. Yeah. They do. Ginger lime, uh, ginger soy is just a great marinade. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, I cannot say enough good things about ginger this. Ale. What's that? Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Have we not talked about no, ginger ale? No, I don't think ale? we have. No, we've got, you know, it's it's, uh, it's distant cousin, ginger, ginger beer. Ginger beer and ginger yeah. ale, two different things, though. And actually, a lot of uh, a lot of these microbreweries, these craft breweries, sure. are now making uh, beers with ginger in them, uh, or at least one, one beer out of, like, let's say if they have got 10 or more, sure. you'll always find a beer with ginger. So now you're like, oh, ginger beer, but also it's a... Whatever IPA or something, yeah, it's, it's exciting. A beer with ginger. A beer words. with ginger. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Nice. Well, listen. Thank you for the dissertation on ginger. Uh, I uh, I meant to tell you I'm doing my PhD on ginger. Nice. And how it makes people stop behaving like pieces of shit. So it's something that I'd like you to read. I will. Listen. Write to Doctor Ginger, care of Ali Hassan. Uh, all right. Speaking of ginger, and will it be or won't it be in the next segment? Only time will tell. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. We're guessing, we're messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? Okay, I'm ready for it. I'm today. I'm ready. Are you? I had some water. I feel in like my, I feel like my my palate is is ready. In my dreams. In my dreams, there are people who forward the entire show and get only to what's in Marco's mouth and are like, hey, I already know about uh, whatever, you know, cauliflower or uh, chili or salsa. Yeah. What I don't know is what's in Marco's mouth. And I feel in my dreams, people start with what's in Marco's mouth and then rewind and listen to the rest of the show. This is, I hope there's people out there. If you are, write to me. Tell me that you are fulfilling my wildest fantasies. All right. What I is should, I should say mouth? I am blindfolded as I always am. I also close my eyes to just heighten my senses. And um, you were concerned that I may have seen the dish. And you were like, no, 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 don't look this way. And I didn't look that way. I would be totally honest. I'm not going to I'm not going to try to. It, 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 yeah, thing. it's either either I do it or I don't. There's no gray area here. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, Marco, this is a full bite. You got to put the whole thing in your okay. mouth. Okay. Are you putting it? In, are you putting it in my hand? Or no, is, no. I'm gonna put it, it right go. in your mouth. Okay, wait. Right in your mouth. I'm not. It's really big. How? Like, just prepare so, me, okay? Uh, listen, just open your mouth. It's okay. fine. It's not. It's okay. not crazy big. Ah. Uh, oh, it's big. Yeah. Okay. It's, it was that too big. Oh. <laughs> This, Hazelnut. That conversation like, is hilarious. I like this. Okay. It's, oh, it's it's um, hazelnut with dried apricot. What the fuck are you putting in my mouth? You're okay. So it's okay. So it's apri- dried apricot. It has to be a dried apricot, definitely, because it's got that rubbery kind of <laughs> al dente kind of chew through, and then. 
A hazelnut spread. It's not Nutella, though, because I, I would know Nutella. I, I, you could have it in the next room, and I'd be able to tell you what it is. I could be. As I could tell you. Respecting Italian, of I course. could tell you. I could tell you w- when it was made, what month it was made. Okay, <laughs> so that's for Nutella. Okay, it's it's a hazelnut. I, I'm trying to figure out the hazel. It's definitely, definitely dried apricot. It's got to be apricot. Can I have one more? Yes. This one's a little bigger. Okay. 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 Jesus, the first one was big. <laughs> yeah. This one's almost double its size. All right, open it. Oh, my, come on. There you go. It's the entire thing's in your mouth. Okay. It's hard because... It's, it's hard because what? what, what, it's, what, what, what? Hard, it's hard because I've got this giant thing in my mouth, and I'm trying to separate the puree, the hazelnut. It's a hazelnut... What if we agree? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if I, what if I opt to tell you it's not hazelnut, so we don't have to hear the word hazelnut for the seventeenth time? Go in a new direction, and and I'm going to help you out by saying it's only two ingredients. Okay, and you got one of them. Yeah, it's definitely an apricot. I mean, you are. Yeah. Is it chestnut? Is it marron glacé? Is that what I'm tasting right now? A bit of marron glacé on top of it. It's hazelnut. That's your final answer. No, no. Can you just put it in my hand? And I can't. I just... That's it. I had two of them. That's all I had. Dude, they were massive. But I realized that if you it's, take it's, a bite of it, it's going to spill all over the place. It's almond butter on a friggin' apricot. That's what it is. It's almond butter. It's almond butter on an apricot. For sure, it's almond butter because it's giving me that hazelnut <laughs> taste. I'm just trying to feel for grit because sometimes almonds, almond butter has a little bit of grit and I don't feel it. It's very smooth. Mm. It's not peanut butter. It's a butter. It's a nut butter. It's almond butter. It's almond butter. Is it almond butter? Why did I think hazelnut? Because <laughs> it'd be pistachio. No pistachio <laughs> I love watching him beat himself up over things like this because he considers himself a flavor master. So I don't. I don't. I okay. don't consider myself. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a win on this one. Okay. I'm saying almond butter with... with uh, with dried apricots. Okay. okay. So Can I take my blindfold off? Take or your no? blindfold okay. off. Okay. Marco Timpano, it's not exactly oh. what you said, but man, that is good enough for a win. It's an apricot with a cashew butter inside. Oh, no, but that's not right. I that's know. not right. That's not almond. That's not because cashews are legumes. <laughs> no, but how could you no, even? How right. could you even? I mean, oh, that's so, that's so cashew close. Butter. Come on, and I was dude, trying that's, to think. that's a win. Oh, Come on, it's that's not. Great. No. You're 50% of the no. way there with apricot, and then. You said uh, a nut butter, which is correct. No, because cashews are legumes. I mean, technically. What are we doing here, huh? Let's say, come on. <laughs> you, look at you beat yourself up over this. That was great. So I'm on this program. I should, I should have known because there was no grit. Yeah, I should yeah. have known. There was no grit. I uh, should have known. Look at you. Uh, There's this, you know, I've talked about yes. the Whole30 on this show. When you do the Whole30, you kind of want like a sugar hit. You're trying to find these right. creative ways to have snacks that aren't bad for you. So cashew butter became a thing. You just take like a but chunk that's a of legume, an apple my friend. and you put. You're not allowed to have that. You know what? I I'm don't just gonna, appreciate it. <laughs> it is a legume. You're right. It is, right? But, it is. But Did you look at it? in the literature does okay. it say. Okay. Yeah, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Because it is that that. Borderline, it's that gray area. I know. you know, no, it's no, not no. a bean. It's not a chickpea. It's yeah. not a. It's not a fava bean. It's not a, you know legume in nature. It's a dried legume, like uh, right. you know. Okay, uh, I'm disappointed. I should have known that, man. Uh, I that's tough. I don't know. No, it's not. You don't know. You, know, you, know, you would have got it. 
I just wasn't – I was thinking nut butter, so I was thinking nuts, nuts, nuts. Right. That's why I was like, is there a pistachio butter? And But had I thought of seeds, like pumpkin butter, had I had I gone down that route? Yeah. Because it had a sweetness to it, right, which cashews do. Yeah. Uh, but I talk like an asshole saying it was hazelnut. I could tell Nutella. Right, I'm right, eating right. my words. Okay, <laughs> guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you took that journey with me. That's great. But, I uh, but 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 you know what? A great snack to have. Also, oh, it's Just, great. Uh, dried apricot with you know you can kind of like cut it open mm-hmm. and put stuff inside it. So you can put like an almond inside there, and then and then some butter, or you can put um, sometimes a, a, a tarragon. Like a tarragon leaf. We used to do that with dates. So a very, very simple appetizer. You split open a date, take out the seed, tarragon leaf, and an almond. Blanched blanched almond. And it's like, it's perfect. Dried fig. Yes. Cashew butter. Cashew butter. Some sort of herb, tarragon, or something on top. With Just finish it off with a pomegranate seed. Mm-hmm. How is the cashew butter staying on the fig? I don't know. The, oh, you those the logistics? I leave, I leave those to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing things out there. Okay. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's great. Thank I'm you. proud of you. Okay. I know you're beating yourself up, but I feel like you did a, a, a wonderful job today. This blindfold is the worst. It's really tight. I don't see anything. Yeah. It's like it's almost like the... Never get rid of this. No, one. I won't. It's, I the, won't. it's the best thing for this show. All right. You, All right, you everyone. You're listening to Eat and Drink. Until we eat again, we'll see you soon. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.